if you're in a profession where uh, the downsides or mistakes are punished on a bodily level, uh, for whatever reason, it tends to select for more of a conservative disposition. Um, and then it's also good in those positions to maybe have a belief in God so you're not freaked out all the time. Uh, to have a fervent <laughs> belief that things are going to work out, uh, it's probably a, a good idea when you're dealing in a lot of chaos uh, and a lot of what could make somebody more uh, neurotic and frenzied and everything else. So those selection pressures make sense. And they sometimes, it, and it's funny because those of us, you you and myself, we're in media, we've got jobs where it selects for more of a liberal personality because we don't perhaps have those risks. And then you see those chasms where Tua of the Miami Dolphins is telling people in a press conference that they should go and see whatever that <laughs> sex trafficking movie was. I can't even remember the name of it. Can you remember the name of uh, of that whole deal that became um, a Christian a Christian hit? Uh, no, maybe. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, where he was saying, go see that in the press conference. And you see people in media and media adjacent just completely freaking out. Um, and it's, well, these are the people that in many ways you worship or you attach affection to or you sort of rent a part of your self-esteem uh, in their exploits. And boy, they are very different from you. And maybe the lesson shouldn't be that, oh, my God, this type of person is so bad. It's Me, just this, it this is a different type freedom. of person. The sound of freedom. Jim, is it Kavizel? Kavizel? I have no idea. Kavizel, Kavazel. Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, yeah, Kavizel. <laughs> Ryan and I will watch it. We'll give a review of the sound of freedom, which I've heard is not, 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 not very good. But anyway, uh, yeah. So it's it just speaks to that kind of chasm between sports writer and athlete that the sports writer. I think would almost benefit from having more curiosity about as opposed to judgment when these athletes reveal themselves as being a different person. So that's my long winded, your take inspiring my take, even though I don't totally agree with your take speech on it. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, you brought up too. I like Jalen hurts is another guy in that camp. But that's not to say that there aren't any like, successful secular quarterbacks hey, but aaron um, Rodgers, the most ironically the most liberal <laughs> the biggest lib among star quarterbacks in history and rejected by the media as uh too right wing so that's uh, the exception that demonstrates the rule yeah um okay let's do a hard pivot to um, two topics that we're going to discuss together, which is Mark Cuban's selling of the Mavericks and coupling that with how some of these teams now in sports are moving from cities to the suburbs. But let's start with Cuban. Um, you want to do the expository or me? Oh, okay. Well, I'll do a brief one and maybe you'll pick up whatever I miss because it's a little bit, it's a little bit confusing. Um, the daughter of Sheldon Adelson, heir to the uh, Adelson wife, wife, wife. Oh, shit. See, I already screwed it up. Yeah, I knew that, too. Why did I screw that up? Well, okay, let's have you do the expository. I'm clearly terrible at it, which is why I always invite you to do it. I always sound like <laughs> a drunk history whenever I'm doing the expository. Let, 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 All right, do, so do Sheldon Adelson um, 
casino magnet, um, big Israel and conservative cause supporters. Oh man, you have a house of Strauss coffee mug and just flexing all over uh, the yeah. place. But um, so she purchased a major his his widow Miriam, who um was an Israeli physician before they met. Um and continued to work on addiction causes um, throughout their marriage. She uh, purchased a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks from Mark Cuban at a valuation of three and a half billion dollars. And this was stunning for like a number of reasons, because in my lifetime, I can't remember one of these like big out front, like, part of the team owners ever selling their team in the NBA, NFL, or MLB. Like you look at the NFL ownership ranks and look at how many of these have been like dynastically passed through families, like the Giants, the Steelers, the Colts. You assume that's what's going to be the case for the Cowboys and the Patriots. And like until we saw the news that Cuban sold the Mavs, that's what we would have thought would have happened with them. We would have thought his kids would be running the team and then their kids would be running the team because, you know, a huge portion of the quote unquote value of owning a sports team isn't the like year to year cash flow. It's the fact that there's a scarcity of these assets and that owning the team makes you into this, you know, cult of personality figure. And I never would have imagined in a million years that Cuban would have sold the majority stake in his team. And then it comes out that, oh, well, he's still going to be running the team. But uh, there's the kind of reasons to be skeptical of that because it's like, okay, what are the terms? They couldn't have given him yeah. that right indefinitely. Like how many years is he going to be running the basketball operations for? And what happens if they want to fire him from that role? Then what? And so uh, we don't know the answer to those questions.